dun 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 it's the five o'clock news. No, I'm just kidding. It's not at all. <laughs> it's another podcast here. We haven't been uh, we haven't been on in a while, but we felt like we were uh, in a good place tonight to do one. So we're going to do a podcast here, the Independent Thinking Texans. It is November the sixth, two thousand twenty-two, and uh, we're going to start off by talking about a right away, just right into it. Um, we're going to talk about a an article written by Emily Oster of the Atlantic, talking about the pandemic and how uh, it's an idea segment. So uh, it's her idea of how we should maybe declare a, a amnesty through the pandemic. Pandemic amnesty is what she calls it, and it's just basically like anyone that had anything. Uh, you know, bad to say, or like, you know, if they said, hey, everyone needs to wear a mask, right? right? Cross mask, anything, it doesn't matter, put it on. Well, even though they were mightily wrong, and people knew it then and were complaining, and they, and if you did complain, by the way, they told you to shut up and uh, lose your job, and you're not, you're not uh, essential. But uh, so all of that stuff, what is the title? All of that stuff, article? amnesty, it's a uh, pandemic amnesty. So all of this stuff should be forgiven. It, what we didn't know, we didn't know about it. So, Anyone that said anything or misguided people's decision-making should be forgiven for their misinformation. Right. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that's basically what it's saying. So, uh, I mean, I could read some of it, and we can as we go, but what is your general thought on it? Just uh, what do you think about pandemic amnesty off the top of your head? My immediate thought was, well, they're obviously now they're trying to cover their tracks. This is pretty much them. This is pretty much the left. I'll say the left as a, as a very much generalization, right? Because it was typically the left who landed on that side of the whole COVID issue. Uh, yeah, it this was, is, there, there were lines drawn about the COVID yeah. anyway. Like, oh, conservative thinkers are, they, they don't want the... Yeah, right. no, they, no, no, no like, there was. Yeah, That's fair they, to say. They don't no, want to wear masks. Yeah. But it's, only like, liberals want to wear masks. This seems to me yeah. almost like... The, the, <laughs> this is. This is a confession on their part that we were wrong. Yeah, that's oh, what they're saying there. Yeah, because they wouldn't be asking for for, for forgiveness or whatever if, if amnesty, if dude. The amnesty. word amnesty, yeah. like the well, words see, that that's they the chose. Thing is that, that that's another thing is that they're not asking for forgiveness. Really, they're asking for amnesty because when when you forgive someone, it's with the expectation that they're not going to do it again. That they're going to chill. They're going to change. Right. And yeah. that in this case, they're not. They, they, yeah. In yeah. most cases, whenever you forgive someone, it's because they've. They've admitted their fault. Yeah. Like, they were at fault for something. Not amnesty. You don't grant somebody amnesty because they felt fucking bad for what they did, right? Yeah. Like, that's... Right. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, and I mean, you know, and I think that a lot of people will, will tend to blanket this, you know? Like, who, who's really asking for amnesty here, right? Is it, is it, is it your typical nurse... That's you know who's was, just who who's who, who, yeah. you know yeah, or that's is the it real like, question or right is there. it really is it Fauci Fauci exactly the people uh, uh, who yeah, really pushed yeah, this exactly on society right. and it came from them you exactly know exactly right I mean, dude that's like, that like, is dude. the main question who who it, okay this is just an article written it's just an idea yeah, yeah well yeah so okay so it starts off like this. Uh, with nothing else to do in April of 2020, my family took an enormous number of hikes. We all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. We had a family hand signal, which the person in front would use if someone was approaching on the trail and we needed to put on our mask. 
Once, <laughs> once when another child got too close to my then four-year-old son on a bridge, my son yelled at her, social distancing. <laughs> These precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth mask made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyways. But the thing is, we didn't know. All right, pause. Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that's, we read this a little bit before, and that yeah. is the breaking point right there. Yeah. We didn't know. Because I, I would argue that there was probably people out. You didn't know because you didn't allow anyone to ask questions, number one. Anyone who asked a question or had any other type of information, you shut down instantly. Right. That's number one. Number two is that I think there were people out there that knew and that were saying stuff that cloth masks don't work. I right. saw that then. Well, that's what I was just I mean, about to say. If you didn't know that your homemade mask made out of a bandana wasn't going to stop a, vi- a virus, you know, then maybe you shouldn't be writing articles for a major publication. <laughs> I, listen, I, I can't remember who told me this. I cannot remember the person who told me this, but somebody told me, I bet you around April 2020, they said, watch, they're going to make a mandatory vaccination. And it was like, ah, shit, they just shut the whole country down. You might, I mean, this might be one time that I think that you might be right, you know? And then a year later, not even a year later, what are they doing? And I was like, dude, you know, they want amnesty for that as well. They want making people, making people quit their jobs because they weren't going to get a vaccination and using the making the people law. get a vaccination yeah. to keep their job yeah, and their exactly. livelihood, dude. And, and before that, shutting in April 2020, shutting people's businesses down that they and their families built with their. I mean, it's insane. That's yeah. a that's a that that's criminal, dude. That's not. There's no not, amnesty and, for and this. And not only dude. that, no way. Freaking no driving way. armored no vehicles way. to some of these businesses yep. if no. they refuse to shut down, and if, and, if, and if other people. Had the audacity wow. to you know stand in front of those businesses with guns to defy the government. Forgiveness but. is one thing, but to ask for to not to not be held accountable for your actions is not right, and it's unlawful. And I think that it should not go. You know, I just don't well, think I think there's... you know one thing I, I really noticed about this is the timing also of this article coming out right after the announcement that the vaccine uh, 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 the board approved a vaccine for uh, school like. On the list of vaccines that your kid has to have to go to public school. Like, oh, they have yeah. approved that. That's moving forward. It's going to be added to COVID that list. Is. Yes, the COVID vaccine. So I'm really going to be... Uh, I'll really be interested to see how the states respond to that. If you yeah. see some states saying, no, we're not going to you know, we're not gonna require kids to have the COVID vaccine. It, it would hey, not surprise me one hey, bit if what? Texas did that. Hey, everybody. This is the Arizona thinking Texans. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean the independent thinking Arizonans. No, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> No, we're off on another state. Carrie Lake gets elected. You know, her and DeSantis, man, those are governors that are standing up to the machine. And I think it's the pendulum swinging. And I think sometimes that pendulum can swing too far. And we've talked about this before on this podcast. Like, you know, I don't lean, I don't ever want to like be a diehard one side or the other. I think it's such a stupid way to look at life and governing and, and, and the relationship between people and governing. You know, it makes you think inside of a box and you become this, you know, it's just you're not in touch with with yeah. reality, you know. You, you can lose touch, but and it, it could also go both ways for this whole amnesty thing too. So where does you this know? lady go with the article? She she's like asking for forgiveness because she taught her kid how to. Well, yeah, I mean, it just goes out. That's the main. Honestly, that line right there. I'm gonna keep reading it, but that line right there. But the thing is, we didn't know. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the argument. 
well, you know, yeah, for their amnesty. Like, that's that's their argument. So that's a very weak argument. And, I, and again, that's her argument, I guess. This is it's not fair to. But is she speaking figuratively about the the powers that be, the ones who shut down the country? The, the exactly. That's what we don't know. That's the real question: is that who would she be talking about here? You know, who who gets amnesty? Who didn't know? I think that the author yeah. of who the didn't article. Know? is probably talking about a broad sense of amnesty. Like, we as a society just need to forgive and forget and bury COVID and just, let's just pretend it yeah, never happened, no, guys. Absolutely. You know, yeah, not, and there's, yeah. there's just no... It's it changed kind of, too it's, many it, people's life. It, it, it's it changed par, too many people's life. That kind of thinking, if you ask me, is on par with, this, with the kind of people who think that if we just continue feeding trillions of dollars of military aid to Ukraine, eventually Russia will just tuck its tail beneath its you know legs and go home and say we're sorry guys we shouldn't have done that and everything's just going to go back to the way it got. you know no that's not the way it happens yeah no yeah, yeah. Now, then they're going to want amnesty for fueling the war and then <laughs> yeah. just walking away from it yep <laughs> there's a you know yeah no so so let me just let me just continue on here for for a minute i have been reflecting this is back to the article i have been reflecting on this lack of knowledge thanks to a class I'm co-teaching at Brown University on COVID. We spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. But but again, here's the thing is to like... You and what, everybody else. Yeah, it's like, what decisions do you have to make? You know, like, because if we were able to make our own decisions, I wouldn't have been wearing a fucking mask into a grocery store. They didn't give me a choice. I didn't make any decisions. The, so is she saying that we spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make? Who had to make these choices? Yeah. Did you get to make the choices you wanted to make? No, not for Not really. Yeah. Not, to go in, not if you wanted to buy food, right? right. Yeah. If you wanted to go out to eat at a restaurant, <clears throat> if it was even open, you know? Like, that to me... We're talking about something that was unlawful, right? Like shutting down, like by the Constitution of the, the United States of America. Businesses, man. That that we we have seen something in the past couple of years that was like, not it's non-negotiable. I right. mean, you can't. I think forgiveness is one thing. Like to like you don't want to hold that hate in your heart. Like, right. Like forgiveness <clears throat> and not to be hateful to people in your life that maybe thought a certain way, We're you know. Good. But yeah. for people who made these policies and pushed these policies. No, they have right. to be held accountable. They must be. You know, it's it's it, it, it. There's no way we can have a country that people take seriously if you don't. You know, it's impossible. Yeah. We we can forgive one another as <clears throat> individuals. You know, maybe if you had a, if someone had like a crazy family member, you know, who who didn't invite you over for Thanksgiving because you weren't you know because you weren't vaccinated or something, that probably pissed you off. You know, and then, uh, <clears throat> but. You know, if they're family, and if you really love that person, then you'll bury the hatchet and you'll forgive each other. But so, so what I'm getting at here is that we, maybe we should forgive. Nothing wrong with forgiveness on an individual level. You know, with people that you know in yeah. your daily life. What we should never do is forget. No, you nobody's know? gonna forget. And I that, think that dude. I think that they're. That's almost kind of like what they're arguing yeah. for here. Hey, you know, like that person who passed her kid on a hiking trail. Hey, j just forget. Yeah, well, that, can I, that get... I taught my kid to yell at you. Yeah, because you know. Because yeah, and your kid, your kid was kid. taught that now at at, yeah. at that age. You know that that's in that's instilled in your in in those children forever. Can I? Yep. Uh, do you want to say something? Because this ties yeah, right in. I'm going to keep reading it. this. Listen to this. some of these choices turned out better than others. 
To take an example close to my own work, there is an emerging, if not universal, consensus that schools in the U.S. were closed for too long. The health risk of in-school spread was relatively low, whereas the cost to students, well-being, and educational progress were high. The latest figures on learning loss are alarming, but in spring and summer of 2020, we only had glimmers of information. Reasonable people, people who cared about children and teachers, advocated on both sides of the reopening debate. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. I'm going to get into this. If you have something to say about that, but I'll keep reading because I read some of this. I was like, what? Okay, another example. When When the vaccines came out, we lacked definitive data on the relative efficacies of the Johnson and Johnson shot versus the mRNA options from Pfizer and Moderna. The mRNA vaccines have won out, but at the time, many people in public health were either neutral or expressed a J&J preference. This misstep was nefarious. It was the result of uncertainty. What about the people that never wanted to get vaccinated in the first place? That didn't want to fucking get one. You don't even mention them. Like, they're not even people. Like, everyone just wanted to do it. It was just what everyone wanted out of their life. And we were all just debating the options. Yeah. Yeah. The difference between the Johnson & Johnson and the mRNA, if I'm not mistaken, is that the Johnson & Johnson was more of a traditional vaccine in that it delivered you a small dose of the actual COVID virus, which then your immune system, that's how vaccines have always worked, right? The mRNA vaccine, on the other hand, did not do this. Instead of delivering you a small dose of the COVID virus, the mRNA vaccine actually changed your, your DNA. DNA. <laughs> actually went in and, like, you remember when you were, when, when we, I don't know if you guys did this, but when I, I used to have some computer games, and I figured out how to get onto the computer's files and, and, and screw with shit in the game. I could change, I could, I could make it like, it was a, one example I have is like a dinosaur hunting game I had. Mm-hmm. And the T-Rex was just a bitch to kill. But I got into the, vi- I got into the files of this game. It was on like an old Windows 98. Yeah, you sent Real, it a command or overrode Right, something. yeah, and I, and I just, you know, you can get into like the main data. And I got down there and I, and I fucked with some shit and I made it to where I could shoot the T-Rex in the leg with a pistol and it would die. Right? So... <laughs> That's what I think of when I think, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like modifying your DNA instead of just doing the traditional vaccine thing. And, like, the fact that that won out over a traditional, vac- a traditional vaccine delivery method. You Says know? something for the future of vaccines. Yeah, for real. I yeah, mean, who, whose idea was it to use that? Like, who wanted to change your DNA? Like, the people, the same like people who are fuck? asking for amnesty through the yeah. media probably right now, through independent columns right like, now, oh, bringing gosh. the ideas to the attention. This is, this is a this is a horrible idea. It's a really, I, I, I think that people like this, though, though they deserve their voice in society, no doubt about it, this can easily all be... The problem is with this is not that they would... I, I, I understand, you know, like, you don't want to live in a country filled with hate because people made wrong decisions. You know, like, I get the gist of it that way. But the problem with articles like that are and that way of thinking is, is just that, uh, I mean, they, they, they pinpoint through things and they miss huge factions 
of people and the, movements that were going on that never happening. get talked yeah, about. So the facts, like she wants to talk about the facts. Is like this how all everything. of our history books have been written? Yes. How many groups of people <laughs> have just been missed, and no one talks about them because they just get pushed out of society because people don't want them to get any type of traction. So Mexicans. Yeah, hey, shit. Or, or just movements of people, not even, right. not even from skin or necessarily nationality, but movements of 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 thinkers and groups of people and re- maybe maybe regional of course regional as you know before the world got to be t- the way it is today but i mean like that type of thinking like today we're talking about covid dude there's a lot of people that don't want to get vaccinated that didn't get vaccinated that don't want to wear a mask they have all types of skin colors they come from all over the world but that group of people got mightily silenced and just pushed out like they didn't even exist like yeah. oh some people were moderna some people wanted Pfizer. Some people were J and J. Some yeah. people it was like, what about the what about the whole fight that we had of like, yeah. don't you dare yeah, try the, to vaccinate me, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Half the population who said, yeah. I'm not taking any of your vaccines. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, like like a uh, bodily autonomy. You know, yeah, like I had, like, a, I had a friend. Like one of my really good friends was he did not want it. Like he did not want to do it. I thought he would be the last person. Like that would the that would be the hill that he died on. You know, like you're not putting something in my body. He was one of those guys. Yeah. And he had to do it to keep his job. Yeah, like, man. And he, I mean, it, it's it was sad talking to him yeah. about it because you could tell. Like I could tell somebody I'd known forever. I could hear it in his voice. Like he was ashamed that he had to do something that he didn't want to do. Yeah. And it was the fucking vaccine to keep his job to provide for his family. It's fucked up, man. I mean, that's fucked up. That's just absolutely... In a, in a country that calls itself a free country that abides by a constitution, that's unacceptable. No amnesty for that. For the people absolutely. who made those decisions. Absolutely you know? no amnesty for that <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. yeah, like, no way. You know, fuck you're not going to ask people to forget that. And, <laughs> and who's uh, printing that shit? <laughs> yeah, printed that yeah, 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 no, some, the yeah, the Atlantic, too. yeah, no, well, I mean, you know, I, I think it, I, I, it's, you know, it's, if that gets, starts to get pushed around in Congress and those things, like, I was thinking about it, when's the last time, do y'all understand the tax code, do y'all really agree with the tax code the way it is right now in America, do you think it's Nobody fine, when is the, the when is the last code. time there was a debate on the Congress floor about the tax code, like, yeah. that matters to people. Instead, we're here. We are talking like they're gonna bring up this type of shit, amnesty yep. for people who co- you know shutting people down. They're they're just so far. It's so far gone. And here we are at election season right now. As a matter of fact, elections are tomorrow. Midterm elections. And you know what, man? <clears throat> the scary thing about the whole deal, dude, is the whole COVID vaccination everybody looked at their neighbors like they were their enemy not their friend anymore like the the what they have created with that is so dangerous like yeah, I agree. whenever they take yep. a right yep. you don't get it back covid did that covid the covid they the, learned the, the, that they can get away with whatever the fuck yeah, they want the reaction to covid the reaction to covid did that the their their the, the way they yielded their power took our power and yielded it to themselves, basically, and gave themselves an unlimited amount of power over our lives to shut people's businesses down, raid them, you know, take everything from people. And, and the social, like like Kevin said, the social impact that had, that's going to go on for a long time. Like, yep. it really, it's sad to hear that a four-year-old yelled at another kid, social distancing. 
that actually is almost they sad. They were taught dude. that, man. That's they sad. were taught that. Yeah, like the person sad. that wrote this, that's a personal experience, you know? Yeah. Like she real. feels bad because she taught her child to do some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Coming like, from real, that level. Writing this article, you yeah. have to feel like a jackass. Yeah, no. For yes, real. I forgive you for being a jackass and teaching. I agree kid with that. Shit. That's a good great way to put it. Because I, I do agree with that. Like if, if that lady wants amnesty because if she's asking for it personally yeah. because she did those things. That's fine with me. Yeah, you know? I forgive you. I mean, yeah. I don't know if God's going to. Woman, yeah. But. Yeah. It depends on it depends on how dirty you were to people. It depends yep. on how dirty you were to people. How how uh, much did you let it in? You know, you know? I was uh, and you brought up earlier the pendulum swing, and you know, and th- this this could go eat both ways, you know. But when it comes to being a dick about COVID, and I, you know, if you were someone who fuck you, I'm not going to wear a mask. Oh, you're a dumbass. Look at the, you look at you dumbass wearing a mask. You know, if you if you were someone like that on the opposite side. Yeah. You know, you're just as much of a douchebag if you ask me, you know? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, and actually what that article goes into next was talking about how people who were right, the way they're it. acting let's, about yeah, let's it. Read a little bit yeah, more. I think I just freaking closed it out. Oh, maybe closed maybe it I out? can bring it up again. Hold on. But it, it basically she basically was just saying that that how people that were right uh, oh, man, they shouldn't have right. rubbed it in her face. Well, so yeah, it's like they, they, yeah, they were right for like the wrong reasons. But, oh no, here it is. Hold on. They were right for the wrong reasons. <laughs> you know, or, 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 or they're, they're being wrong about the way that they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just because I taught my son to tell you to social distance doesn't mean you had to fucking smack the I'm, shit out I'm, of him. Right <laughs> Somebody just Pop, shut up, kid. My own business. <laughs> Right. Dude. Sometimes that's what. I, sometimes kids need that too. So you're, it's okay. Grant me amnesty. Sorry, I smacked your kid. All right. Sorry. You're forgiven for teaching him that. I'm forgiven for smacking. People him, right? want to glow. Let's see. Yeah, this amnesty thing has got to flow both ways. This is a two-way street. Yes. Yes. Let me write an article. Street. Atlantic. Let's see where I am on this thing. People who have got it right. Oh no, man. Given the amount of. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. I think this is it. Given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic. And mm-hmm. on every topic, someone was eventually proved right and someone else was proved wrong. In some instances, the right people were right for the wrong reasons. <laughs> In other instances, they had a persistent understanding of the available information. Well, see, no, but see, this is her, again, it's her problem is that, like, her. They, so she's. I mean, I mean, she like, had. They had all the power. Is she talking they were about shitting. her her discussions with her classroom? Like, yeah, everybody. Like, I guess so. I don't know. I I don't really know what oh she's. Oh my god. Where's she because, going with this? Yeah, because because the problem is again, it's like someone else was proved wrong. Uh, in some instances, the people were right for the wrong reasons. What did she say up here? Hold on. Almost every position was taken on every topic, and in every topic, they had all the power. Yeah. People that thought. What she was thinking earlier had all the power. Right. You know what I mean? And what was that last line that you read there? Uh, right. In other instances, they had a uh, a prescient understanding of the available information. Right. So in other words, there were, there were some people who actually understood... <laughs> what was going on? ...that your homemade fucking cloth bandana mask... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna stop a virus. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh right. my god. Well, hold on, guys, because the people who got it right for whatever reason, they may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong for whatever reason, they may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of social energy and drive the culture wars, especially on the internet. 
These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and ultimately unproductive unless they produce dank-ass memes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I made that last part up. <laughs> In the face of so, many, uh, so much uncertainty, getting something right had hefty element of luck. And similarly, getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing. Treating pandemic choices as a scorecard, <laughs> which some people racked up more points than others, is preventing us from moving forward. Yeah, I just don't really... This is a silly article, and it's a silly argument, dude, really. I mean, you could just poke holes all in this. I mean, you, what if you use this for anything? Done? Yeah, yeah, it's basically done. I mean, it goes on with... It, it doesn't get any better than that, dude. I mean, her points were hit on pretty early, but yeah. I mean, there's another paragraph or so. I mean, it's it's... It just goes on. She kind of starts to ramble, as a matter of fact. Yeah, she just keeps going on about how there were two sides to it, and one person was wrong, but the title, the amnesty, like, yeah. nah, bro. Like, everybody, I feel like, I don't know. I'm not even, I, I don't even. Well, here's an argument. Okay, look, here's <laughs> an started, argument. It started scrambling my brain, man. Like, She's yeah. an people economist. People really believed it. There were people that went and got multiple shots, you know, and I'm like, do you, do you get COVID? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. But I got those shots, you know. It could have been yeah. worse. I'm like, no, motherfucker. It didn't help you. Yeah. And how can, yeah, how can you possibly say that it could have been worse? How do you know? And it says what? Like, what the fuck, yeah. dude? Like, you still got it. Everybody still got it. Yeah, that's right. The Listen to this. This the is the last. Here's <laughs> the last. Here's some food for thought. This is the last paragraph here. The standard saying is that those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. Okay, Levi? But dwelling on the mistakes of history can lead to a repetitive doom loop as well. Let's acknowledge that we made complicated choices in the face of a deep uncertainty and then try to work together to build back and move forward. That's the end. She said build back better? Yeah, no. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I think, I, honestly, you brought attention to something that is very, very, very detailed, but I think that she used those <clears throat> words on purpose. Absolutely. You know, those political, that political talking point, build back better. Just like, I mean, those political talking points are so important in federal politics and stuff like that. Like she said, build back, yep. knowing that somebody would put that together with build back better. Oh, like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly think that... They use words like that on purpose, you know. Like that's not an accident. No, she absolutely didn't say. They do. She didn't say to make this country great again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, right. That would have been an unfortunate ending. You know, yeah. they, she would have thought so. Yeah. You know? yeah, they wouldn't have printed it. That's why she didn't acknowledge <laughs> exactly. Sure. She didn't acknowledge people that, you know. Even honestly, man, this is another thing. Like, like with Donald Trump, man, he doesn't acknowledge the mass amount of people that are not trustworthy of the vaccine and yeah. still really irritated about the way that all went, dude. You know, and he still talks about like, I brought the vaccine, the best vaccine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, don't you better stop with that. Clowns, you might want to do. Don't yeah. let them take that from you. Don't let them take that yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you put another he, one in. Yeah. He gets booed at his rallies over that and he still continues to, <laughs> yeah. to, to cling to it, man. It's weird. Yo, but we got fucking lucky, dude, where we live. Like, I can no, honestly for real, say for real. Like, no, you're people right. are like, oh man, uh, if your job's not essential, you can't go to work. I'm like, what the fuck? Who picks whose job is essential, bro? Like, and then the yeah. way that they they flip the script on all the the first the first responders and the firefighters and the people that are there to protect you, and they're like, 
Yep. Then all of a sudden they were the bad guys, like <laughs> because they're like, wait a minute. Yep. I mean, even even my wife. I mean, where she works, that uh, had a uh, was given a piece of paper that she said that, that they told her keep this in your car with you for when you drive to and from work. And it said like I that, that she worked at a hardware store and that she was essential and all that. I just walked across the street to my show, you know, to my job. I, I went to work. I, I was all over the place, all. man. I yeah. worked all yeah. over I the place. I worked, I worked, like, Who's going to stop me? Like, yeah. honestly, what cop, I, and I don't care what their belief is politically or not. Like, this is a deeper human being question. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I literally would be like, what cop is going to pull me over, ask if my job is essential, Life. and tell me to either go home or take me to jail? You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Fuck you, dude. I'm out here trying to feed my family. Life, yeah. liberty, and <laughs> like, the pursuit of happiness. It's unquestionable. Yeah. But it's, it's right not there. Anymore. It's not but, anymore. But, but, That's but, what they're doing. No, 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 no. For them, they, they like, it's not, it, it's not negotiable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why there's no amnesty. Because, no, it's not. Like, we have, people do have to say no. Yeah, you have Forgiveness, to yes. Up. Yeah, forgiveness, yes. Amnesty, absolutely not for people who made those decisions because they they wrecked our country, they broke our culture, and what we were supposed to really be all be growing towards, dude. They caused a lot of social harm that is like we can't even sit here and put into a podcast episode, dude. How much social harm they created through that? I mean, it was bad, dude. You know, and it still is bad. It's gonna remain bad for a while, you know, but. But they're already uh, on to the next one. Yep. They're on to the next yep. one. That's why they're saying amnesty and they want to just forget it. Like, bro, shut down the whole country. Like, people are not recovered because you sent them $600. There's a mass migration of people moving to Texas and Arizona and Florida. And, like, they're leaving. Like, whenever I say we had it good, there were places that were terrible, man. Like, I still don't think you can eat inside in California still. Yeah. No, probably not. (laughs) You have to eat outside. Like, how can the... Who's patrolling that? Who's taking care of that? Right. Like, who's who's arresting the people that... Or is that just another reason? Like... Forever, it's gonna be. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, dude. It is. It's election right now, and I'm gonna try to post this tomorrow, so we'll get this out right on time. I'll put this out. But I, I really do hope. I don't vote. I don't. I'm never gonna vote straight ticket. I, you know, vote for the best person. But I hope people that care about our, our, like people just in general and humanity, like you say, with some of these deeper issues. I don't give a shit where they're from or what they call themselves politically, dude. And I'm sure a lot of people probably feel the same way, dude. It's a human being. Yeah, exactly. We're human beings. We're Americans right now. We need to wake up. What happened with COVID in this country can never happen again. If we have a constitution, our constitution of the United States that we respect and we trust and people put their hand on, sign and declare they're going to defend and they're going to – that can never happen again. That is a big flaw and that was a big mistake and that can never be – you that can never that that has to be addressed. No, I agree. You know, uh, but unfortunately, I believe all it did was set a precedent. <laughs> you know, uh, at least in the government's eyes. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, absolutely, uh, you're right. In no, the authorities' eyes, it set a precedent. But it also, like you said, you know, it set a precedent in the in the in the civilians' uh, eyes too. The the average people. It's going to be an. In, here's what I'm saying. This is going to be an interesting election right now. And I hope that people get in that shake up the system. It's time. It is time. It, this cannot go on. The fact that we haven't had a debate about tax code, things that really matter in our country. I was thinking that. I was like, dude, when I was a kid, I remember them talking about like, 
hey, maybe we should go into the flat tax, you know? Maybe we should talk about our tax code and reform it. And Dude, they don't talk about reforming anything anymore. They're like, bro, they are just gone, dude. They're in another... They're in another stratosphere. Yeah, they really are. Like, I mean, the, the narratives that are being pushed for these political figures is... It's beyond belief, man. Yeah, if we had a fucking talk show guy <clears throat> be a president. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're fired. What was the show called? Uh, the Apprentice. Yeah, the Apprentice. Yeah, the Apprentice. Yep. I never even watched that fucking show, but oh, I yeah. know that. Like, I know that. We all know that he had a show, and it was like... No, it was the most popular <laughs> show on TV, man. It was, I mean, in, in reality TV, it was the most popular show for a while. I mean, he was... I mean, for a long time, and that 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 that's not political, Okay. That that's people like, from all walks of life walking, to, watching to that. say what we want. Yeah. <laughs> when he, when he, when when Donald Trump started to have his political divide in his life, even on probably his show, it started to feel the effects. Is when he the birth certificate thing with Obama. That's when he started to buck the political system and get himself interjected in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all remember that? Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna. You know what? Let's talk about this. You know, and, and he had a t- he had a camera in front of him at all times. Like I think no that's what. when he knew he was going to try to run. You know, he started to get it, interject himself, and then you know it led it led to this. But you know what? No matter what, like Carrie Lake, <laughs> the lady running in Arizona right now, she was a media personality for a long yeah. time. But you know what, man? Honestly, I don't know if the pendulum's going to swing. I imagine it could if you're not careful. So don't ever get so hardcore on one side. Like we right. said, I, I, I don't believe in that. But at the same time. If Carrie Lake's going to come in there and she says she's going to defend people in Arizona and she's going to, you know, not allow that type of stuff to happen, you'd be crazy not to not to vote for someone like that, dude. You'd be crazy not to vote for someone who's going to wants to come in and do the job effectively and be held under the fire and yep. want to be held to a higher standard, dude. Like if there's someone like that, you better go for it. You should vote for him. I don't care how old you are or what you think, man. Like you don't want to live in a piss poor place, dude. Like this doesn't make sense. If those people are still locked down in California, I don't know who your alternative is. You better yeah. start thinking about what you're doing, man. Like, you know, life's short, dude. Like, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. It's crazy to even think about that, really. Honestly, man. It's cool that you that you can keep up with some of them. Like, I don't, as, as far as the politics go, I don't keep up with much, man. I, sometimes you can't go without seeing some of the stuff. Yeah. Like about Beto and Abbott and their runoff in Texas. We're in Texas. Um, the names, I remember whenever COVID hit, I knew fucking Kumo's name. The And I don't even know where he was at. Governor, New York. Governor of New York. I yeah. would say yeah. that con- Congress Congress is important. Uh, the House of Representatives is, is, is important, but not as important as probably your senators. And then, but getting into the senators, you know... The judicial branch is probably the most important. Uh, but here's no. Here's the other part: the governors, the governors. Levi and I were talking about that. I think the last episode, maybe, that yep. the governors of the states seem to have, like, if there's more governors that that just leave us that the work fuck together. Alone. <laughs> well, no, because the governors can bring things back to the states, and the right. states actually have a lot of power over yeah. the federal government. So well, if we you were have enough, the constitutional, con- the uh, the convention of states is yeah, what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, and how that's. It's actually an article of the Constitution that's never been invoked, not once. Uh, but there's actually a, uh, what was it, like Article 2 or something like that? And it's just one paragraph, and all it explains is that if the, if enough state governors decide to, they can convene a convention of states and amend the Constitution. 
Like, the Constitution's been amended plenty of times, right? But it's always been through the legislative process, you know, going through right. Congress. This is an option that the states technically have that's that they've <clears throat> never used. How many you know? how many states have to convene? Three three quarters? Three quarter uh yeah, three quarters, something like so, that. Yeah. I, I need to pull up the exact language again to know. But uh It was in the last episode right. that's gonna go up too. Yeah, yeah, it will be in that the the answer to that. But yeah. Yeah, man, that's that that's crazy. I mean, so we're learning pretty much be a convention of the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Without California, New York, well, I don't know. I mean, East Coast. Yeah. But here's the thing: is not if the, because what's happened with not if sensible people all flock to one side because the other side has gone so far one way that they they have people leave and they come over to one side. And now it's so heavy one way that you well, know it, that's where all the sensible yeah. people are. Like Tulsi Gabbard, dude, she's campaigning for the governor of New York. Mm-hmm. She's campaigning up there with him, dude. Tulsi Gabbard's loved, man. She, People do love her, man. And the independents, they love her. You know, she can definitely... So are the independents going to come out and vote red this time? When they usually don't want to vote either way, but now they see some better politicians on the right side that are going to give them more freedoms and not fuck with them like that. They're like, okay, we're going to go vote with them for sure because they're going to protect us from these things, you know? And those are things that remain to be seen, but... Here's the other thing is, man, what type of dirty politics are going to be going on in the next few days here? What are we going to see, you know? No. No, I mean, mean, uh, you know, I think it's a little late now for your October surprise kind of thing, you know, Uh, for the election anyway. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about like what presidential election. Oh, yeah, like Another big shocker will be, yep. Oh, I, I expect... Now that the midterms will be this Tuesday, I expect to uh, hear an announcement, a major announcement from Donald Trump very soon. He, he's obviously going to run, and and he's waiting until after the midterms to announce it. But uh, and th- that'll think, be a major shakeup right there, man. Do you think that someone right. should run against him in the Republican they, Party? No, in sure, the Republican Party. Right? Sure, but they're not gonna. They're, but they're not gonna win. But That's would you saying. would you register in the Republican Party to vote for someone other than Donald Trump if they were better than him? Like, would you try to sway that in a way? Like, do you believe that there's a better candidate? Uh, would I like vote in the Republican uh, caucus? <clears throat> caucus, yeah. To try to get uh, a better candidate. Man, I don't know, man. You know, if I've there never was actually, one. I've never I've never been an official member of any political party. See that what I'm saying is but, uh, how many people are gonna would really get involved in the right. Republican or De- or Democratic right. Party for that the, matter. And that's why I'm saying you know, if Donald Trump announces that he's running, Donald Trump will be the Republican front runner for what? 2024. There's just there's no there's no way to so if, that. if somebody else did win in the in the Republican caucus, like you're saying, and they got another elector won. Would Donald Trump concede to him? Yeah, oh, <laughs> or would Donald not. Trump run yeah. independently? Yeah, no, I think he'd be. I think he. I don't think he'd go. Yeah. That this would, is my problem question, with Donald. Dude. No, well, like, here's the problem. No, absolutely not. Absolutely is he not. Lay down? Like, I think Levi's right. I think yeah. he would. He would consider. A, he would go run. He would leave the Republican Party and start his own MAGA party, and yeah. it would just. Se- it would just separate the Republican Party and fracture be, it completely. That, that would be Joe again. Well, yeah. I mean, it might actually be a way that they. It might actually be a way that they could actually get someone like that in again. Honest to God, you know, oh. like you fracture a party like that, exactly. and then half and half it, and then the other side gets more. But yeah. do you know what? Though at the end of the day, man, uh, federal politics is it has become an overreach. So I don't think that the federal politics, to me, that's just that's become such a an illusion. 
anyways, you know, that what really matters, really, if you can try to focus on it, are the local elections. But I think back to both parties, and we've said this on the podcast before, but you, we were young when Ron Paul was running in the Republican Party. And I know with our age group, dude, people, he was like a rock star, man. Yep. People really loved Ron Paul. And like so much so to where they were, I don't, I don't know if they got into the Republican caucus and really made a big enough difference because he would like win all the polls, everything. It was obviously like his, his, um, what do you call him? His rallies were huge, man. Like people were so excited about his message and he got no attention on the media. They blackballed him on those polls. He would win them and they would actually put him on the bottom of the poll. Like his, even though he had the highest percentage, you know what I mean. Like they played games like that. This was Fox and the Republican Party. He wasn't owned. They blackballed exactly. They were never, no matter how populous he was and how many people he was going to bring in and exciting he was going to make the party, with this message of like libertarianism and 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 a deeper conservatism, you know, Uh, like live and let live, follow the Constitution, you know, sound money, like those those things that he preaches, right? Okay. They blackballed him. We all saw it. Okay? Skip ahead a couple of years. The Democratic Party. All those people that said, fuck the Republican Party, dude. They're obviously gone. They might have adapted and said, hey, we're going to look at Bernie Sanders, dude. He's in the Democratic Party. He's this populist guy. He's like fighting the machine. And yeah, he's got a different message, but he seems to be like an independent thinker, like more independent. They all go over to the Democratic Party and Bernie Sanders gets this huge following and, people, and what does the Democratic Party do to him? They snub him. Yeah. They put Hillary Clinton in instead of him. And so right then it shows, right then, you you have to get away from this. Either either they have to go away or that in order for someone real to come in or real people have to completely infiltrate them in totality. Like they have to be in way more people that have infiltrated that actually care about the Constitution on both parties that don't and those people have to leave and that's that's hard that's a hard feat to get i don't you have to go through every single election you have to go through every single vote you're making and go through the candidates and see who wants what you know it's that's who has that amount of time really in their everyday life you know raising up kids and doing all the shit that you do i mean come on you know so really you know know the races that matter you know the rate, like in our system today, and I think when you look at it, man, the governor races seem to matter. We don't have a, str- I don't think we have a strong governor, either way, really. I, I think there's one that's a lot worse than the other one, but I don't think we have someone that really is like stands out to yeah, me. No. You know, uh, but I definitely vote with the one that that won't that won't take my guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh man. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for real though, you know, just that one. Yeah, no. Tuesday night's gonna be uh, gonna be interesting, man. You know, uh, to see what goes on here in Texas. You know, a lot of people think Abbott has it in the bag. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I. I, I mean, I'm. I'm really anxious I agree. to see what happens. No, on I Tuesday agree with night, you, man. man. I, I agree with that you. There's a, there is actually a possibility that we we that we wind up with. Uh, a new governor. With Beto as governor. Yeah. I will, will say... Will he be a lame duck? Like, he'll be every, absolutely destroyed by the Texas legislature with oh, everything he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, anything he wants to do. Yeah. He's not going to accomplish shit. Yeah. Like, but even that win, just symbolically, like, is 
Oh yeah, it will be a. You know what it will be. Like but here's the thing. Are, we, remember what shit. we're arguing. Remember what we're arguing. He will cozy up for two years with a blue federal government. Yep. You know that because that's what we're talking about. How important it is to have these positions. Like he has a lot of power as governor to deal with the federal government. Yeah, they can create programs through each other. You know, and skip past the Texas legislature. In which case, they would have to. Then now we have a whole nother. You know, it's it. That wouldn't be good, but I I, th- I do think you're right, Levi. I think that if there's ever a chance when that could happen, it's definitely now. But I think more for me is Beto would have locked us down, and he would have kept us locked down with COVID. He would have oh, tried that. He would have pushed that. And uh, to me, that's actually a big voting. I'll never vote for someone who I think would shut our kids down, manda- mandate vaccines and shit. That's going to well, be a huge. Know, that's going to be a huge. Yeah, no, he did. I agree. Yeah. That's why I don't think we have really yeah. a strong politician, really. You know, that really stood that ground. Right. You know, I mean, no, maybe I, Abbott, now they will. I think Abbott only changed his policy once he saw DeSantis gaining yeah. so much favor for his policies. Mm, I agree. And, and I think he just kind of, you know. Went with the wind. Yeah, went, exactly. Went with the wind. He knew that. He knew that. You know, I don't care who's governor of Texas. Texas is a conservative state. Like, look at the political map of Texas, and, and you know, you can't tell me it's not a conservative state. It will always be a culturally conservative state. Uh, and and I think Abbott saw that as well. You know, that that he was just fighting a losing battle with his with his uh, lockdown policy. I wish there was some the very beginning. I wish there was a, a a wide variety of really good candidates for governor. I bet you there's some really good people in this state that could do a good job. You know, I do believe that as yeah. governor and that love Texas, all the cult, you know, all cultures and love what it's about, the diversity of it. I, I, I truly believe there are people like that out there and I would like to see more people have a chance to get their voice out there and see if people wouldn't go for them. You know, I yeah. would, I would like to see it, man. I really would. It'd be nice. It'd be refreshing to not have two people that you kind of, Okay, well, Abbott might do it if the wind blows that way. Yeah, Beto will definitely do it. You know, no doubt about it. He'll he'll be more like a Gavin Newsom uh, approach to things. Even I feel like personally, you know, I look at him like that. You know, and I'm just not down with that at all. You know, but I, well, I will say that if if I don't know where the voting system and the political system will go from here, okay, it it might be crazy, but I will say this that. This will always be a big voting issue for me, COVID. I will never forget what went on. Like anyone who ever thinks that it's okay to like lock people down and have control over people's lives like that, I don't look at humans like that. Like, no, humans don't have the answer for other humans, dude. I'm sorry. If someone comes in and tells you that they have the answer for everyone, they're fucking. What is it? They're a a a wolf in sheep's sheep's clothing. You know what is it? And it's like. They don't have the answer for you, man. It was the they, demagogue. Yeah, exactly. You know, you have to you have to find the answer for yourself, and that's where well, Kevin and I were talking about this earlier. That's where faith is so important in like life and just in in this psychology and the experience of every human having some faith other than another human and 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 like institution. Yeah. Like. Nah, it's not. It's not okay. You know, that's not okay. If you say, oh, I believe in God and I believe in, and I read the Bible and, but then you would, you would attest to COVID lockdowns and locking down people's livelihood and arresting someone for going out and making a living if they were driving out to go make a living for their family. 
I don't think you do. I don't think them, you do have that faith. Yeah, refusing them their livelihood yeah. where they they were already working. Yeah. Like, that's, no shit. They, no they shit. need to be held accountable. Those people need to be held accountable because, I don't know, man, yeah. that's unconstitutional to the core. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's unhumane. It's inhumane. It is. It's inhumane. It's beyond unconstitutional because it goes worldwide. You know, this goes worldwide. I think it's inhumane. The people that were like shouting on balconies in China, and I mean, shit, dude. I mean, I don't live in China, so I sh- maybe shouldn't chime in on it. But dude, that you don't like to see other people suffering like that, you know, over what what other people say. I mean, shit. Everyone's just gonna meet their maker in the end. So at at the end of the day, what do they know? Yeah. I mean, I I I do believe that a good social system and a good social network is vital to to humans and to our our existence and. And getting along, you know, but but having a group of people that can come in and say that everyone has to stay home and can't do anything, and dude, that that just is not cool, man. And we did know. What's not cool is that people did they they just abided by that. Yeah, you have to yeah. be an individual first. You have yeah. to be a, a human being, locate yourself on this earth, and say, <laughs> "Am I really gonna buy into that?" Just because. It seems like everybody has bought into it. Everybody, like, that's what they sold you, or that's what they sold us on the on any kind of news outlet, media outlet. They sold fear, and they sold the sheep just going along with it. But where we live, I feel like there was more of us. There's more of people that were like, nah, I ain't no. doing that. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. for sure. And I think that across the board... Like nationwide, at least from what I've seen, a lot of people aren't for that. They don't like that. No. Again, going back to the mass migration of people to Texas, like that's because even people in blue states weren't happy with this yeah. shit. Like, and oh, they're really not enforcing that shit in Texas. You know, I, I like, you really can be free over there. <laughs> I should write an article, an opinion article that say. That says this. I believe that there are political refugees in the United States of America. People who have left states because of their politics and been forced, basically, to flee to another state and pick another state to move to because those politics have run so rampant over their life. That's a political a, refugee. I showed, a, I showed a property to a lady the other day. Called me up, wants to see a property I'm selling. Go to show it to her. And she literally introduced herself and her family as political refugees from the communistic state of California. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> People who don't want to leave. They don't want to uproot their family. Yeah. Me, dude. They, I was like, they have no choice don't vote but to your leave. Way. Don't vote the way that you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, right. Don't fall oh, for, for the sure. same bullshit. Like, you don't have to ask for the permissions to do the things over here yeah. that you had to ask for over there. So yeah. don't go trying to implement <laughs> Those yep. guidelines, those policies, yeah, yeah, those policies where you yeah. had to go and ask for everything, yeah. they're not around here. Yeah. Like, yep. don't go and ask for permission, and don't go looking for somebody to tell you that it's okay to do something. Just do it. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, and that's a real pause. I mean, that's a worry I have for if Beto gets elected here in Texas. You'll have a bunch of Texas refugees going different places. People who at least who might be more inclined to. Or in a better position Skip in up life to Oklahoma. To just, yeah, get on out of here. Skip, yeah, well, yeah, Oklahoma, people up in North you know, Texas. You know, yeah, big uh, rural population. You know, I mean... Go over to Arizona. That's what happen. And, and then yeah. the, you know, a bunch of conservatives leave Texas and leave the state to 
to uh, to the newly elected you know liberals. Uh, but uh, I don't think they'll do it, Levi. Though, unless it gets it ha- like the reason I would argue these people are political refugees. Like you're, what we're, what you're no. saying right there is more of like. Like the first people who would like voluntarily just say, "Oh fuck it, I'll just leave. I have the money anyways." Yeah. But the, like the people she's talking about, like her, she her family might be from there. Hell yeah. She, her her parents are buried there, maybe. Let's say. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying her parents are even buried, but you know, like she could have roots there. Like she doesn't want to fucking leave. Right. And she has to because she can't afford to live there anymore. And it just doesn't make sense to not move to somewhere where she can actually afford more and have a better life for her family. You know, and it's just. Like that's when it gets to the point where it's like that that so like, that sucks. <laughs> do you think that like the mentality of a Texan might also Hold kind on of stop a little longer. that? Yeah. You know, like I, I don't I, yeah. I don't know what percentage of, some, of, of Californians have have who are were proud Californians, proud of their state, which I think everybody should be proud of their state. You know, I wish all I wish every state in this union was as so as proud of itself as Texas is. You know. Yeah, uh, you're right. <laughs> Well, uh, here's where I will push back on this because it's like me personally. What I was going for here is like you know I I just applied to join the Sons of the Republic of Texas, right? Because my family's been here since before Texas even joined the Union, and like so for me, man, I I just can't imagine moving my family out of Texas, man. I, honestly, I can't imagine moving my family out of the Hill Country. You know, Bandera mm-hmm. County would be hard enough for me, you know. But like, yeah, no, I like, agree, I agree. But I will say this. Uh, uh, I'm going to plug the song that I wrote, Cornfield High, because I grew up in the late, latter part of my my time, like 7th grade to senior in high school. I lived in Castroville, Texas, like on the 90, Highway 90. You know, uh, I-10 from Houston runs into San Antonio, and at that point, I-10 actually cuts through and doglegs into San Antonio and goes up northwest El Paso. I-10, what was I-10, if you keep going straight, turns into Highway 90. And it runs a little bit more south. It runs straight west, but it runs south of I-10. And it goes like towards Alpine, Texas, right. and all that. Castroville is a little town outside of San Antonio. It's about 25 miles outside of San Antonio to the west side on Highway 90. And I grew up there. And all, I mean, dude, when I grew up, man, I'm telling you, dude, it was like all cornfields and, and agriculture. And that's how all the families were that way. And they were all stubborn people I mean, one generation. The true. land's being sold and it's all being bought, dude. Microsoft, I just drove by it the other day, is building. They bought a spot right on 471 and Petranco, and they are building a major facility right there, and also bringing in like another 800 to 1,000, if not more, houses in Castroville right now. So I'm telling you, the answer to your question is yes, they will sell if the money. If they they can't afford to farm there, it doesn't make sense. When that when that happens, people do have to flee. And actually, to some extent, it probably is happening in sections of Texas. You know, oh, yeah. outside right outside of cities. You know, the urban sprawl. Mm-hmm. But I also oh, I follow have you people. Labra into San Antonio lately. Yep. Holy. Yeah. Cow, oh yeah. Dude. No, Pointless. for sure. Yeah. Go that route. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't you, go that way. If you yeah. like, if you like to move on your wheel, like if you like your wheels to roll. Just don't go that way. Yeah. You know? Just walk if you're over there, dude. And there, there's. I mean, you're talking about thousands of acres just yeah. being developed oh, at all times. Last crop, bro. And you're you're talking housing. about all that the stuff is crop. Like so, when I when I was in seventh grade, which was let's say let's say that was uh, you know twenty one, twenty two years ago, okay, and and I was moving out there at at UTSA 
Highway 90, I mean, Highway 1604 was a two-lane road. A two-lane highway out towards Highway 90. 1604 carried you the rest of the way. The yeah. loop, 1604. From, I mean, it was almost nothing. from I-10. Think about that. It was like from It Babcock was. It over. was. Absolutely. It was, it was only... Fiesta, Texas, and, and um, Lock and Terra, none of that was there. Yeah, Fiesta, SeaWorld was it, yeah. out in the country, bro. It was yeah. way out in the country. 151 mm-hmm. wasn't even developed, really. I mean, it was, wasn't even a major highway or anything like that. Now it's a major pass-through in San Antonio. So the urban sprawl, but I also follow people in the San Antonio music scene who are big against the urban sprawl as well. We actually have agreements on this because they know that they lose culture and money and they they just get neglect in the inner cities where they have all the culture, all the history. Everything's been created. Like pretty soon, dude, they're going to argue to just tear down the Alamo or move on the Alamo because let's let's put something else there. You know, like that's the type of, like there's no... They want it all to just be box cutter and yeah. make sense, man. I mean, if everything could just be that way, that's the way the world's going. If it doesn't stop, if people don't start to recognize it and and jump on these movements, then we're going to have to, you know, sit here and keep watching it. But they will sell the land, dude. They will move. If people have to, anywhere they will. Like, you might be right that because they are politically a little, like, more purist in that way yeah. like or just lifestyle wise that they might be apt to but i think it's your one generation always away from just yeah let's take the money and move up to montana fuck it yeah <laughs> come back Damn. after the first winter yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude like what the hell yeah. were we thinking oh man? my god it's horrible there <laughs> no wonder no wonder they stay here for months in the it's summer. already snowing it's already snowing up in in wyoming in there man they've already oh, had snow the, on North the ground texas has already had a snow damn dude yeah. I, I i in fact i i don't remember it wasn't the farmer's almanac there was some other thing i was reading where it said that we were pretty much guaranteed snow in central texas this year oh shit third year in a row That'd be the third year in a row, man. That's crazy. You know, we haven't had that in a while. Yeah, no. Well, it's only one year that it stick, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know it snowed last winter, but it didn't really... I actually, out here, I have pictures. It wasn't as good as the first year, but I have pictures even from last year where it stuck pretty good out here. But I am a little bit higher elevation. I mean, not much, but I am high. It's pretty high elevation out here. Yeah. Like, when I drive from Bandera sometimes, if it's like this time of year... I'll dry. I'll leave Bandera. And I'm like, God, it's freaking hot, dude. You know, and I'll get out here and I'll be like, Damn, dude, it really chilled it's off chilled. a lot by yeah, the time right I get out here. Yeah, right here where that shadow comes, whatever the yeah. sun sets, the temperature changes immediately in yeah. these valleys, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't. Some of these valleys don't ever really get that warm because they're hidden. You know, they're mm-hmm. east facing and the, hidden. In the morning, yeah. they're hidden, and in the afternoon. Yeah, no, it's nice, man. I, I mean, uh, but we're out here in November, and we're out here in. You know, shorts and shirts. Yeah. It's yeah. nice, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, we can close it out, man. What do y'all got? Yeah. Anything else? Or what? No, I think we pretty well covered it for tonight. You know, I think uh, uh, be anxious to see what happens on Tuesday. You know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we should have a pretty interesting episode to talk about yeah. next time we get together for, for sure. For sure, we will. And uh, we'll definitely have a subject to talk about, no doubt about it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I think I think really we we said this one time. I'll close on this and I'll give it out to Kevin to end it. I'll say that I think that I wonder if we're ever gonna have like a clean election again, like where people don't just accuse everyone. Like if it's is it all just going to be you fucking cheated, you cheated, you cheated? I mean, is it ever going to be clean again? No. 
I don't think so, man. I don't know. Or is it take I mean, total you know, reform? That is true. You know, I mean, this country did once have a hot civil war. You know, I mean, we think things are so tense and bad now, but I mean, pretty good. that did happen just 160 years ago. That happened. Americans shot at one another for four straight years, and then yeah, brutally, and, brutally, yeah. major. Uh, con- I mean, death. Oh, like. the, yeah, the total war. Yeah, total war. Man. Uh, man, and then we uh. still managed. We've still been a nation for 160 years after. You know, I think that that. I think that the 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 wound. That is the original debate of this country, the anti-federalists versus the federalists, is just kind of like an old war wound, you know, that uh, continues to then, fester. Every now and then it festers up, yeah. And, and and no matter what the conflict in America is, no matter what the real catalyst issue is, the deep root of it, I believe, will, will almost always be a uh, sort of federalist versus anti-federalist uh, debate at the heart of it, you know. And I think that that's a that's a wound that's just going to keep festering throughout our throughout our history as long as we remain a, a unified nation. Yeah. Well, I'll close out with this. Nobody's ever going to agree <laughs> on the same thing unless you work at the Medina School Board. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck about politics. The Houston Astros are the fucking world champions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the right. Houston right. Texans will probably win the Super Bowl. And uh, Texas is the best state. So yeah, I think football. I actually, yeah, yeah, we'll end on that. But I think football-wise, we're in trouble, dude. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.